0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. We made it to another week. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish, y'all. I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the host of the show and the owner of NPL Consulting, um, LLC. Uh, NPL Legal Dish is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. So that's what this show is. Now, the business that I run, NPL Consulting, LLC, it's a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself People who have aspirations to be business owners, who want to be their own boss, who trying to take that side hustle to a full-time hustle, you know, and help you get all your paperwork together. So getting registered with the state, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts, making sure that you are implementing brand protection strategies, hiring employees properly, um, I help you do all of those tasks. If you are wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of that, I'm so happy you asked. I am a licensed attorney. I've been one for 14 years in counting with a focus on business formation. Um, excuse me. I have uh, helped multiple... multiple business owners and myself start many businesses both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of people have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to make it in business, there are just some concepts that you need to know. Um, there's no way around it. Okay. So if you would like to talk to me to see how we can work together to get, you know, get that business idea that's in your head to get it out on paper and make it real. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to link forward slash ntl consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram and it is all over my page on Facebook. Um, that is where you can book a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. It is also where you can download the free Biz Launch cheat Sheet that will help you um, excuse me, start your dream business in seven days or less. Uh, that is also where you can pick up Business Startup Basics, my four-part video training that uh, gives you a crash course in entrepreneurship so you can hit these business streets running. It um, covers every aspect of business formation and you know helps you figure out the best strategy for you in terms of getting all of those steps accomplished, all right? Uh, Also, for my ladies out there, June 26th and 27th, I want y'all to come join me digitally. Uh, I'm going to be a featured speaker at the Power of Three Women's Virtual Summit. It is completely free for you to attend. All you have to do is go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, and preserve your spot, okay? And last but not least... This Wednesday, I need y'all support. I'm going to be interviewed on Get Wealthy Wednesdays, the Instagram account Get Wealthy Wednesdays by IM, by IMF Brandon. I just know him as Brandon. Uh, We're going to be talking about the building blocks of entrepreneurship and intellectual property. Come support your girl. Let them know that you know my people, they, they come out and support. So please follow Get Wealthy Wednesdays and um, I will be on at 7 p.m. Wednesday, Eastern Standard Time, and then right after that, we're going to be going into the live show, okay? So come support me for that. But that is enough about me. Let's get back to the show. So how the show works, if you are new or if you're watching the replays your first time, I pull stories from the news, stories that you guys send to me, stories that I see on blog sites, and I pull the ones that I feel like have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we talk about them. We have a discussion. So I want your opinions. I want your questions. I want your comments as long as they are respectful, okay? Um, yes. So we are going to get started. I want you guys to make sure comment. If you have a question, put it in the box. If you have a comment, put it in the box. Um, this is your time to talk to me, all right? So we are going to get started. Um. Yes, and I'm sure that the rest of y'all are gonna trickle in later. I know you know Mondays can can be a lot, and it's okay. All right, so the first uh, couple of stories that we we're talking about, they are very small tidbits, um, just things that I wanted you guys to know. Uh, have any? Has anybody watching? Have you heard of a little store chain called CVS? If you've heard of CVS, type CVS in the comments for me. If you've heard of CVS, everybody should be typing in CVS because. You can't go anywhere in America without finding a CVS. Except maybe New York. I feel like New York is more Dwayne Reed. But CVS is very common. If you know what CVS is, give me a CVS in the comments, okay? Um, here is why we're talking about CVS. So we know that everybody is running to CVS for you know all types of supplies, pharmacy supplies, health supplies. That's where you go, you know, get your soaps, your deodorants, your first aid kits, um, what else? cards thank you margaret massey well cvs has filed a new trademark application they are filing for the phrase for your own good okay so uh, don't be surprised if in the coming weeks or so you see some cvs commercials that have the phrase for your own good in them that is going to be or at least they're trying cvs is trying to apply that to their brand thank you veronica for the cvs Um Oh, also to my Facebook friends, I want to remind you, there is a very long delay on Facebook. So it takes a minute for me to get your responses. I'm not ignoring you. I promise. However, if you do want to join in more real time, you can come join on Instagram at NPL Consulting Firm. You are free to stay on Facebook. Just know that there's going to be a little bit of a delay for me to get your responses. Okay. All right. But, um, back to this. So I just wanted to let y'all know that CVS is filing a new trademark application. They're going to have a new motto, a new catchphrase, a new slogan that is called for your own good. Hello, Queen Demi to you. All right. So look out for that in, um, in the coming weeks. If you see a commercial for CVS or like a a advertisement that has for your own good, take a picture of it and DM it to me. Okay. Okay. All right, so that was our first little tidbit. Our second tidbit, how many of y'all have ever watched MTV? And how many of you remember when MTV actually played music? Yes, to my young friends who may watch this, at one point in time, MTV actually was a music channel. They played music videos, right? Now it's all, what, reality TV and stuff? Well, why are we talking about MTV? Actually, if y'all have if y'all know what MTV is, if you remember when MTV played music, give me a music emoji, please. Yes, if you remember when MTV played music, give me a music emoji. Well, we know that MTV has decades and decades and decades of footage, right? And of course, MTV, they are a large um organization, they are a big company, they dot their I's and they cross their T's. So they have copyrights, you know, on all of their stuff, even the stuff that they don't uh, air anymore. You know, old shows, old music videos, old interviews, things like that. Um, they may not air it, but they still own it, right? Well, someone, we don't know who and we don't know how, but someone uploaded hundreds, hundreds of thank you for the music emoji, Mizkey. Key, Someone uploaded hundreds of old footage from MTV, shows, clips, things like that, onto a platform just for people to watch. They weren't charging anything. They just put everything out there. Now, remember, MTV is not airing any of this stuff. It's just, you know, it's just footage that's sitting in their vaults. And MTV, they said, um, excuse me, we have copyrights to that, and we didn't say you could put it on the internet. And they got it all taken down. Right Now, MTV has every right to take um, the, the works down because they own the copyrights, right? But I wanted to ask you guys' opinion on this. If you create something and it is a piece of art that was once in the world, so you have shown it to the world before, but you take it away and you're not using it, do you think that you as the owner have the right to keep it from the public if you've already given it to them before? Because MTV, they're not doing anything with this footage. Thank you, Veronica, they're, for the music note. They're not doing anything with this footage. It's just sitting in their vaults, but they also don't want people putting it out there in the world. So do you think that makes sense? Now, you may have the right to do that because you do own the copyrights, because you do have the right to this, but this is but these are videos. Hi, Jesus Princess, Jesus Princess six three one. I don't know if that's Jesus Princess or sick or Jesus Princess. Let me know. Um, but yeah, if you have a piece, a work of art, a something that you created that you put out in the world at one time and then you take it back, do you think you should have the right to take it back if you gave it to the world already? Right? So MTV has all of these old shows that they don't air anymore. All of these old videos that they don't air anymore but they're just holding on to them. They're not doing anything with them. Do you think that even though they have the right, do you think that it makes sense for them to keep all this stuff in the vaults, right? Or should they share it? What do you think? Hi, Cynthia, 39 how are you? Like for me, it, it's, it's, it's hard for me to decide because I do believe in respecting people's rights. If I don't want you to see my work, that's my right. But then I also have to think, this is art that you once put out in the world before. So why don't you want the world to have access to it now, right? But that is just um, my my uh, question. But those were the two tidbits that I wanted to start off with before we get to the real meat. Hello, Flowered Hearth Bakery. Before we get to the real meat um, of our show tonight, which we are getting into right now, Thank you to everybody who's coming in. You are watching NPL Legal Dish, my Monday through Thursday live broadcast, where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. All right, okay. Uh, also, uh, yes. So we are moving on to our uh, first meaty story of the night. Okay, how many of y'all uh, by a show of hands? If you were raised, uh, if you if you were raised in the church, give me a show of hands. All right. And while you do that um I'm gonna tell you why i'm asking uh, why I'm asking this so I've told you guys you know I was raised in the church, my father's an ordained minister, so I grew up hearing a lot of religious programs and televangelists and things like that um and our first you know meaty story tonight has to do with a televangelist who I actually have never heard of so there's a um a, a an uh he's he's since passed he is deceased. A reverend by the name of Eugene Scott. Um, and this gentleman, Eugene Scott, he started the first 24 hour religious TV network. Okay. Um, so think about you know, TBN and Daystar networks like that. He started the first one. Um, and along with his 24 hour religious TV network, uh oh hi Luis Alejandro, hi. Um, yes. So, along with this religious TV network, this Reverend Eugene Scott, he also, you remember, you did, okay, yay, Veronica. Hey, um, Eugene Scott also recorded his sermon. So, he had like hundreds of recordings of all his sermons and he copyrighted these video recordings. So, Eugene Scott was no slouch. He got all his paperwork together. Now, Eugene had a wife, or has a wife, who is now a widow, named named Melissa. And before Eugene passed, Eugene gave, or, or, you know, bequeathed or willed his copyrights to his wife. So he basically said, hey, wife, all the rights that I have to all my videos, I'm giving them to you before I go, okay? Now, along with this... Eugene had a license agreement with a distribution company, so he was getting royalties from these videos, right, so Melissa was still getting them checks, okay, um, here's the problem, here's, and this is why I called this episode, The Devil is in the Copyright, there was another, uh, um, minister, whatever you want to call him, religious leader, by the name of Patrick Robinson, okay, okay, Patrick Robinson wanted access to the recording so he could show his students, you know, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of people who are trained in ministry, they teach classes, right? So this guy, Patrick Robinson, he has his class probably in seminary school and he asked Melissa, Hey, can I use your husband's recordings, um, to show my class? And Melissa said, no. And that was absolutely Melissa's right. Melissa is now the rightful owner of the copyrights. And she said no. So Patrick Robinson, he did not want to take no for an answer. He launched his own site, found the videos, and uploaded the to t- uploaded those videos to his own site because he said he wanted to stick it to the devil and get the legal ball rolling. So this man of God, this ordained minister, After the, the rightful owner of the copyright said, Hey, no, I don't want you to use my things. He took those things anyway and put them on his own website. And then, uh, and and said he did it because he want, he wanted, he didn't want the devil to win. And he wanted to get, you know, start the legal battle because he knew the only way he was going to get access to these videos is if, you know, he got a court order. So of course Melissa, she went to a nice lawyer and said, "Hello, this man is, you know, illegally broadcasting my deceased husband's videos, which he gave me the rights to." Patrick said, "Well, Reverend Scott abandoned his rights before he died, so this guy, Patrick Robinson, didn't even would not even recognize the fact that Melissa." um, had been, you know, given the rights to the sermons and the video recordings by her husband before he, before he died. So they went to court and the court said, sir, you are not above the law and you are not sticking it to the devil. As a matter of fact, we're going to stick it to you. And he lost. So Melissa not only got the videos taken down, but she is also getting her attorney's fees because this man did not want to uh, adhere to copyright law. Why did I pick this case? I'm gonna tell you something. Why I picked this case is to let you know that no one is above intellectual property, regardless of the reason why you want to share something or you know the benefit to other people. If someone has a legal claim of a copyright or a trademark, if they have protected their intellectual property, You do not have the right to use their stuff without their permission for any reason. Do we understand? Okay. Don't get caught up. It's not a matter of being, you know, the moral high ground. This is like when um, Joe Exotic uh, ripped off Carol Baskin's uh, website picture and everything when he was promoting the big cat reserve. There's really no difference here. You didn't have the right to use it, and you took it anyway. So um, Patrick Robinson has to pay Melissa Scott, the widow of Eugene Scott. He has to pay her attorney's fees for making her waste her time to go to court. So um, what do you guys think about this ruling? Do you think that this was, was enough? Do you think that the widow should have let it go because it's a religious sermon? Do you think that this was the right decision in this case? What do you guys think about it? And I know that Facebook is going to take a little bit of time, so I'm going to give you a minute or so to get your answers in. But you have to remember that, um, that rights, even though you cannot touch them, they can, they can be transferred over. I can buy a copyright from someone. I can buy a trademark. I can also will it to someone. If I have, you know, rights to something and and they are transferable, what's called transferable, I can write in my will. I am giving so-and-so my rights to this thing. And that is exactly what Eugene did. He did the appropriate thing. He gave his rights to someone who he who he trusted, who he wanted to have them, and he had his rights in order. So it was not a big deal for Melissa to go to the court because her her deceased husband had his paperwork in order. They had the the, the will saying that she got the rights. Patrick Robinson, what are you doing? Anyway, but um yes, so uh Melissa Scott, she has prevailed, and I guess the uh the devil Depending on whose side you you are on, uh, the devil uh, either won or lost. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, just a quick break to remind people: uh, hello, 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 everybody who's come in. You are watching MTL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis, host of the show and, and the owner of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. If you need help getting your dream business off the ground, go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book yourself a free 15-minute consultation so we can see how we can get your business life together, okay? All right, so let's move on to our next story. Does anybody watching have um, one of those home home, um, those home voice devices like Alexa. Does anybody have an Alexa or like a Google Nest? Google Nest. If you have an Alexa or anything like an Alexa in your home, give me a one. Okay. Um, and actually, and particularly those of you who have Alexas, this may affect you. So, um, we all know that with, when you buy a piece of technology, Um, Margaret Massey said it was right and legal. The husband protected her. Pat Robinson thought he was above the law. Absolutely, Margaret. Okay. Um, oh, Sincere, Sincere, you have an Alexa? Oh, you have a Google Nest? Okay. Well, um, this, this is a story that, uh, may affect our Alexa users. So we all know, not, not me, you don't, you don't trust my girl, me neither, I am not getting one of those things in my home, I don't want nobody listening to me, I've seen the horror stories, since day 39 you break, um, but yes, so Amazon, we know they have Amazon Alexa, it's a system that, you know, you can turn lights on, and play music, and do all this stuff, I don't know, whatever, people like it, I don't get it, And we all know whenever you get a piece of technology, there's always like a support line in case you have trouble, um, you know, installing or, or getting it to work. It was a gift. Okay. You still brave it to me, sir. All right. Right. So, um, Amazon, you know, as they were selling their Alexas, you just use it for music. Okay. Um, Amazon, as they're selling their Alexas, they have a program, a free program for them to, you know, the, the Amazon support program so that if you're having trouble installing your Alexa, they can help you. Uh, they have filed trademark infringements, uh, a trademark infringement suit against two companies. One is called RoboJet, which is uh, based in Washington State, and the other one is called uh, Quatic Software that is based in India. And these companies have uh, are related to each other. We don't know exactly how, but they do have... Um, Interests in common, okay? Um, RoboJap and Quatic software are being sued for trademark infringement because they used Amazon's trademarks and symbols to trick Alexa buyers into using their support system and then offering services and charging hundreds of dollars for something that they could have gotten for free. So basically, RoboJap and and Quatic probably through ads, pop-up ads. They're like, oh, we're going to help you set up your Alexa. You you know, you know, set it up through their program. There's a problem. You have to call their service line. And then they're like, oh, well, you can sign up for this program and we can fix it. Or you can sign up for that program and we can fix it. And making racks of money off of people. So Amazon filed a trademark lawsuit against RoboJap and Qua- Quatic because the way that they were getting customers was because people were seeing the Amazon um, the Amazon name and the Amazon trademark. This is why it is important for you to protect your brand out in the marketplace. When somebody takes your trademark, when they take your logo, when they take your business name, when they take your slogan, what they're saying is, I am connected to this business or I am this business. RoboJap and Quattic Software have absolutely nothing to do with Amazon, but because people were seeing the Amazon trademark, the Amazon name, there is a lot of faith that people put into those trademarks, and they don't really think about it. They don't give it a second thought. They're like, oh, the trademark is up there. It must be real. So that's why it is important for you to be vigilant and protect your name out here because this company is out here robbing people of money, because they use a the trademark to lure them away from the actual support program that is 100% free on Amazon. So good job to Amazon for, you know, protecting their name out here in these business streets. Um, the websites for RoboJap and Quantic Software have already come down. The article that I read, they tried to reach out to the, uh, to the people who run the businesses. No one is getting back to them. Surprise, surprise. Um, So yeah, they were just out here scamming and they got caught, and this is just a warning to y'all out there who want to use other people's names, and those of you, and maybe you're not doing it maliciously. My crafter friends out here, those of you who are using Louis Vuitton and Chanel and Gucci and making these, you know, um, fake uh, high-end custom items. You don't want to be on the end of a trademark infringement lawsuit from one of these companies because they want all their money and they want it now. And it's not going to be a small amount, okay? So this is just a cautionary tale to y'all that nobody is, ab- is above the law, okay? So uh, make sure that you are not infringing on anybody's trademark, okay? so for my um, So if y'all know anybody out there who has an Alexa, Yes, Margaret, absolutely illegal. If you know anybody out there who has an Alexa, let them know. People out there trying to trick you, okay? Read the fine print. Where are we at? What time? Oh, wow. Time is flying. We only have five more minutes. Okay, so we are going to dive into this last um, story because I really want to get it done. Because I asked a question about it in my stories. Has anybody here heard of Club Penguin? If you have heard of Club Penguin, please put a penguin emoji in the comments. Um, Club Penguin, it was kind of like, it's like this, um, like a social network for kids. It was aimed at kids ages like 6 to 14. It's kind of like a kiddie Fortnite. You could play games in there. Um, you had to have a membership. Since they there now, you don't know what Club Penguin is. Um, it was like a kid's social network where they could play games. Okay. Um, and it was purchased by Disney in 2007. All right. And then it was, uh, shut down in 2017 because they, there were just less and less people, even on fabric, it said for personal use only. That's right, Margaret. Even on fabric, it says for personal use only. Um, yes. So, going back to this club penguin disney bought club penguin the social the kids social network nobody was using it so they shut it down in 2017 right all, then all of a sudden all of these unlicensed versions of um penguin, of club penguin started popping up including one called club penguin online now keep in mind club penguin when it was at its peak it had about 8 million users, okay, and um, as, um, yeah, about 8 million users, but the the users kept dwindling, and Disney was like, it doesn't make sense for us to keep this, you know, social network around, because nobody's really using it, we don't have new people coming in, and even the people who are here are leaving, so they shut it down, and I guess people who missed Club Penguin, they made their own Club Penguin websites and you know unlicensed versions. Remember we, were, we talked about that game the other day, the Nintendo game, and they made um a, you know an unlicensed version. This is what was happening with Club Penguin. The problem is because there were no real um there were no real uh, safeguards on these unlicensed versions. There was a lot of creepy stuff happening on there. There was a lot of anti-Semitic and racist content. One of the organizers of uh, one of these unlicensed rivals, which we're talking about today, there was something called Club Penguin Online. The, The man who ran it apparently has been accused of possessing child pornography. And in that vein, Disney has used their trademarks and their owning of the Club Penguin trademark to shut down this Club Penguin Online. Ladies and gentlemen... When you have a brand, it is up to you to protect your reputation. We know that Disney is about the kids. Their whole market is children. So it is, in, it is not in their benefit to let anything that possibly has a connection with them to go by the wayside. That is why Disney is so strict about their trademarks and how you use their things. They are a company that deals with children. Hello, TV More. They do not want any bad press. So the fact that you have these unlicensed versions of a company that Disney bought and there is possible racist, anti-Semitic content and child pornography charges, uh uh-uh. Disney is not having that. So Disney has filed uh, and gotten this website taken down. It is no longer around. So uh, I I asked y'all if you knew about Club Penguin. Nobody in my stories knew. I don't know. Where where I had never heard of Club Penguin prior to the story, but due to Disney's having their trademarks in order and them being vigilant watchdogs over their brand, they have gotten this potentially dangerous website off the internet. So kudos to Disney and this is why I said disney don't play, don't try them because they will get you I will say one hundred percent of the time. Disney is not out here playing with you people, okay? But yes, so, ooh, all right. So those are the stories that I had for you today. Um, hopefully you enjoy... You enjoyed uh, all of those stories, and uh, we will be back tomorrow for more. But before we end, I wanted to remind you guys that I am going to uh, be interviewed this Wednesday on Get Wealthy Wednesdays. Please follow the Instagram uh, account Get Wealthy Wednesdays. They're going to be interviewing me about the building blocks of entrepreneurship and intellectual property. As well, uh, make sure you go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and check out everything your girl is doing. We are going to be back here tomorrow evening for more stories. I didn't even get to all the stories that I have tonight. Gamers, I have a story for you tomorrow. My soccer fans, I have a story for you tomorrow. So make sure... Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it, Mar- um, Margaret. Hi, Von Sheik, girl. We're about to end. You're going to have to watch the replay, okay? But yes, um, we're going to be back here tomorrow at 8 o'clock with more stories. If, As always, if you guys find anything that you would like me to talk about, please send it to me. I would love to hear from you. I love when you guys send me stories. Um, Take care of yourselves. Have a good night, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.